Welcome to the Musicians Weekly Digest podcast. Today's date is September 5th. It is currently 12.29 p.m. And I am your host, Easton Parks. Thank you for joining me today. Um, lots to go over, and I haven't been around that much this summer. So hopefully this fall I'll get back into things. Um... And by that, I mean releasing a podcast every week. I know I keep saying that and I keep not doing it, but I think I'll do it this fall. Uh, So hopefully I'm a man of my word. Getting right into some music. I want to talk about a couple albums that have come out or either been re-released. First of which is Slow Dive's new album, Everything is Alive. Uh, who is Slow Dive, you may ask? Slow Dive is my probably my favorite shoegaze band ever. One of the trailblazers and figureheads of the shoegaze movement in the 90s who put out one of my favorite records ever, Sue Vlocky, in 1993, and have put out great records since then uh, with Pygmalion following in 95. A big hiatus, and then self-titled in 2017, and now everything is alive in 2023. Now, what can I say about this album? I can say it may be their weakest record, but I still really like it. Um, If I had to give it a score out of 10, it's a 7 or an 8 probably a higher on the higher side probably eight low eights right now I have it in my top 15 records of the year and that might be favoritism but we can go over those later too everything is alive um just what I expect from the dream pop shoegaze texture makers wonderful textures Wonderful, um, you know, guitar work, keyboard work. Um, One thing I'm not loving is a lot of the fake drums. Now, they work in some songs, don't work in other songs. So it's a case-to-case basis. But I really like a lot of these songs. Shanty, I think, is a perfect one to come out the gate with. Prayer Remembered is, uh, it's all right. Uh, Alive or Alive is really good. Kisses is really good. The Slab's really good. And Skin in the Game kind of gets me in the second half. I really like that song now too. So new shoegaze, new slow dive. Everything is alive. Go listen to it. Shoegaze is one of the most influential uh, genres to me. And... uh, Anytime there's a shoegaze album, especially from pioneers like Slow Dive, I'm going to listen to it. And that's uh, basically the reason I'm back today, is to talk about Slow Dive. Moving on to Buck Meek, Haunted Mountain. Of course, I saw Big Thief uh, earlier in late July or early August. Can't remember. And he is the lead guitarist of that band. And... He also does his own solo stuff, of course. 
and he sings. It's very folky, very country. His singing style is kind of odd, you know, something you got to kind of get used to. But I think Haunted Mountain comes with a lot of beautiful textures and really, really good folk music. Just a lot of fun, upbeat and downbeat songs. And I think it's wonderfully crafted. Um, and I wouldn't expect anything less out of any member of Big Thief. And of course, that was Buck Meek Haunted Mountain. Um, really big reissue uh, that happened. One of my favorite, if not my favorite, math rock records ever is by Hella. It's called Hold Your Horse Is. Of course, this is a reissue. And they reissue a deluxe edition, which has a couple of demos on the back end of some of the other songs on the record. I'm not really sure why the reissue, um, probably to make more money for the uh, the label and such. But man, is this record good. I can't stop listening to it. Cannot stop. Biblical Violence is a fantastic song. Been a long time cousin it's a fantastic song. I had a friend at work who didn't really like math rock. And I told him, like, you need to listen to this. Well, he didn't like it. He just thinks the stereotype is kind of nerdy, like band kiki, like, you know, really kind of gatekept. And I told him, just go listen to his record. He came back to me and he loved it. And records like these can open up a genre for people. And that's what hella hold your horse is can do to people and can do for people that want to get into math rock. Hella can be the gateway or Don Caballero can be the gateway to fantastic music. And that's what this is. Listen to hella hold your horses, the reissue or the original it's the same thing, just a couple demos, and the demos are cool, uh, don't get me wrong, but they don't add any value to the album for me, it's still fantastic, with or without it. Um, one album I haven't listened to yet, but I'm excited to, is uh, by Sprain, it's called The Lamb as an Effigy, um, it's kind of hard rock, kind of blending into some maybe metal aspects, um, bit darker record and um, it's from one of my favorite record labels um, which also have have a nice life and such on it so I'm excited to dig dig deep into Sprain and their new record and another record I listened to um, that I wasn't quite impressed by was Left Hand by Becca Mankari. I think I'm getting her name right there. Becca Mankari put out Left Hand. And uh, one of the songs on there is one of my favorite songs of the year. And that, of course, is uh, Over and Over. Fantastic song. Listening to this record, I get about four songs in. I'm like, this is pretty good. And then I just get bored. And that's unfortunate. Um... I don't really have the attention span for this record. 12 songs, 40 minutes. That's not bad at all for a record. 
but I love some of the songs on here and then it starts getting slower and I just kind of tap out and that's just me. Uh, I wish I liked it more, especially having one of my favorite songs of the year on it, but that's just what it is. Um, what now? I'm going to go over my top 15 records of the year. I'm going to say them out loud just to make sure that I got it right at the moment. At number one, I have JPEG Mafia and Danny Brown through their album Scaring the Hoes. Fantastic hip-hop record experimental with JPEG Mafia using a 404, SP404, to make all of the beats. It sounds retro, and it sounds new age, and it's got great, great rapping. King Cruel Space Heavy. Fantastic, minimal, indie. I... The words are escaping me. That's how good it is. Westerman, an inbuilt fault, kind of singer-songwriter. Um, really some of my favorite songs of the year on that project. Billy Wood's Maps at four. Probably my favorite. This is like traditional rap album. Um, it's more... Billy Woods is traditionally like a drumless hip-hop kind of guy. Um... But he collaborates with Kenny Seagal, who makes fantastic beats, and they both work really well together on this record. At number five, I have George Clanton, Ooh Rap Aya. I talked about that a little bit, uh, maybe last show, I want to say. And uh, it, feels, it feels 80s and 2020s at the same time. And it's electronica, but not. And he's got a fantastic brand and label over there. Um, if you're not into George Clanton, you need to hop on that wave. Death Crash Less. I don't remember a whole lot about this band. I think it's their debut album. And it's kind of, I want to say they're coming out of the UK. And it's just different. It reminds me of the Black Middies, the Black Country, New Roads of the World. But maybe harder. I don't know. ST Knack at seven with Knacksaw Jim Duggan. This is legit drumless hip hop. This is Griselda. This is um, Coke rap. And it feels it, it feels like Coke rap. And that's some of the stuff I'll eat up again and again. And I thought it was incredible. We got the Murder Capital with Gigi's Recovery at eight. And I really liked that one when I came out. I uh, ordered the vinyl. At one point, it was my number one record of the year. Of course, that was like February, so really early in the year. But it holds up, and it's still good. Really great singing and really great band behind it. I'm rocking with that one. Max So, Even God Has a Sense of Humor, is a really fun rap project. And I just had a ton of fun with it, and that's why it's so high. At 10, we got Model Slash Act Trees, Dog's Body. I've never heard anything like this, and it continues to impress me over and over. It's like noise rock. It's like Nine Inch Nails, but like poppier, but millennial. It's weird. It's really weird, and it's really good. Liturgy, 
Or no, I got agriculture self-titled above that at 11. Black metal, along with number 12, which is liturgy 93696, which is also black metal. It's hard to go between those two. I lean more towards the agriculture debut because it's shorter. Liturgy is such a long, that their new record is so long. But I really dig black metal, and that stuff is really good. At 13, this could honestly be higher, to be honest. This is Rosie Plain, Prize. And this is a record I've gone back to over and over all year long. I drum to it. I vibe out to it. I uh, take car rides listening to it. It is one of my favorite projects of the year. And it should probably be in the top 10. So maybe I'll move that sometime. At 14, we got Geese, 3D Country. Geese come back with a totally different record than their debut. And it's equally as good. And it's so different. It's country-ish. It's Led Zeppelin. It's 2020. All these new young artists sound new, but with that old style twist. And it's great. And then at 15, I got Slow Dive again. Um, some shout-outs that didn't make that. Lana Del Rey, Navy Blue. Uh, Young Nudie could be up there. Shame could be up there. Boy Genius could be up there. Maybe Lil Yachty could be up there. Man, Narrowhead. I didn't like that one as much when it came out, but I like it more now. A lot of good records. A lot of good records. So that's my top 15 and some honorable mentions. Of course, this is going to change by the end of the year, too. And uh, I already am thinking about changing it again. Um, it changes weekly, but it's always fun to stop back in and look at that stuff. Some new music's coming out. And uh, what am I looking forward to? Uh, Courtney Barnett is kind of doing like a soundtrack for a movie or something like that. Uh, it's called The End of the Day. It's music from the film Anonymous Club. And um, the three songs that have come out are, um, how do you say it? Instrumental. They're uh, drone. They're, I'm missing the word, but you know what I'm saying. And uh, I've liked them so far. It's uh, different here and that from Courtney Barnett, but what can she not do? Uh, what else? Olivia Rodrigo. It's coming out with Guts on the 8th. I'm not huge into Olivia Rodrigo, and honestly, I don't know a ton about her. But uh, I'll probably listen to that one if there's not a bunch more music. Who else? Angel Dust, Brand New Soul. I believe that's some of the Turnstile Dudes side project. Um, James Blake putting out a project. Probably not going to listen to that. Royal Blood. Loved their first album, um, but it's just gone downhill since then, and I don't see it getting better. Um, and that's all the records I really want to shout out that are coming out this Friday. Uh, you know, it's been a little, bit, a little bit slower for music once summer hit. Uh, I've been really loving Lil Yachty's singles and outputs he's put out since his record. 
um, his record was really almost psychedelic rock focused and then all these singles have been rap but still kind of infused with that psychedelic rock feel and vocals that he brought to it and I've been loving all of those those have been really good is there anything else I want to shout out I've been listening to some more indie folk music and I just fall in love with it more and more as I listen to it it's really something I'm trying to do uh, Chief Key, Finally Rich. I've been digging so much. It's so fun. And uh, let's talk a little bit about my setup now. So I'm in a new place. I moved up to college and I've got my own space. And here in this space, I have uh, a chair desk where my computer's sitting. I got my microphone right next to the chair. So I'm kind of got my feet up, talking it in this mic. My uh, screen, like, wind protector thing for my mic just keeps breaking, and I'm just sick of using it. So I'm not using it today. So my my, my uh, breaths like that might be all over the place, and how close I am to the mic and stuff might be all over the place, too. I keep adjusting it. But it's the first go-around in the new space. I've got my drum set up over there with carpet. Um put on all the heads to make it really quiet and I think I'm going to put out a video of some practice that I did just so that you guys can hear how it sounds up here through microphones I've got two microphones set up I usually do mono but I just ran with the two just because there's probably some phase issues on it but it doesn't sound like drums anyways because of the carpet so it shouldn't be an issue got the pedal setup kind of tucked in there too and uh i'm really loving this setup to be honest very productive really efficient setup and it makes it easy with the computer and the audio box and all that stuff and uh now that i'm saying this i see that it might not be easy to visualize but hopefully you guys can check my video at least that i posted my drums so you can see the space that the drums are in. And of course, that'll be on EST. I think it's E-A-S-T-N-N underscore music. Something weird like that. You could always go to my just Instagram page and I'll have it in my bio too. That's Easton JP14, um, I think, or Easton J14. One of those. And this should be the end of the show. Uh, thank you for sticking with me again. I know my uh, five to ten listeners will hear this, and uh, it feels good to be back. It really does. Of course, this is the Musicians Weekly Digest podcast. It is now 12.48 p.m. It's September 5th, and as always, thank you guys so much. Peace out. Peace <laughs> out.